0: I know it's hard to make a friend a person you can confide in, tell your life story to with no judgment. That's why I like to kick it with Keisha. Come on, let's go. Guess who's back? I know I took a break, an extended break, but I had to listen, y'all. I just felt like some of my content was coming repetitive. I felt like I needed to take some time for myself and figure out what I really wanted my podcast to be about. I didn't want to duplicate anything, repeat anything. I wanted to come see y'all with some fresh new content. And guess what? I'm back. I miss y'all. I have come up with a whole new concept, more interviews for y'all, and of course, more me. So we're just going to hop right into it. Back 2022, y'all. And no, it's not a new year, new me. That's dead and gone. So, I just want to hop right into it. Everyone sits back when the new year comes in and kind of like evaluate ourselves, right? I think I do. Um, So, I thought about what are some of the things that I did in the past that has shaped molded me into the woman I am today? And that was a lot of thinking, y'all, because I done did some things that I probably shouldn't have done. But y'all get the story. Y'all get the point. Um, So... I really sat back and I really had to learn some, some life lessons. Like I had to figure out who was really in my corner, but then I I realized who has been with me on this entire journey. I turned 32 at the beginning of the year and I really had to like say, who has been with you this whole entire time? Duh. It's the person looking back at me in the mirror. It's me. I really had to reflect on myself. I really had to really sit down and work on me y'all that was hard I ain't never known I had to work on myself until I sat down and had a whole come to Jesus meeting with myself but I did it am I all the way there not yet but it's coming it's coming along and I realized like I'm the type of person like I'm always available and there for other people when they have their issues I'm always there Ride or dive somebody in the situation, whatever the case may be. I'm always there, but then it was like, do I have that same support system? And I do, but not from everybody. And it's cool because you just have to know and learn how to put people in certain categories. And I did, and it feels great. So now, 2022, it's on and popping. Y'all still say that? I'm gonna go refresh, I'm gonna go do some research, but it's on and popping. So listen, y'all. First episode, 2022, we're just going to come big or go home. Have you really sat and evaluated yourself? Are you at the top of your game? Are you almost at the top of your game? These are questions we need to ask ourselves. And not just once the new year comes in. We need to be asking ourselves this every month, every quarter, every six months. Like, are you walking in your purpose? Are you fulfilling what your passion is? Are you even anywhere where you want to be in life? Sometimes you already know the answer off the top of your head. Sometimes you might got to sit, write it down, think about it. Well, guess what, y'all. I kind of helped y'all a little bit. I sat down with a person that I like. When I say I look up to her, like, I look up to her. Now, granted, for the moment, we the same age. But she she's still older than me, y'all. She's still older than me. So that's my cousin. Um... I had to interview her. And the reason I had to interview my cousin was because she's done some things that a person my age has probably not done half of it. So I interviewed her. I wanted to get in her head to see like how she made some of these boss moves that she's made. And when I say she came with, the, she came with some, some logic, It was some logic in there that I never even thought about. So now I got to take that back to the drawing board. So listen. I know we just getting back in the episode, but I'm just going to go ahead and hop right into the interview. It's a little long. So y'all brace yourself. Get y'all, get y'all some coffee, some tea, a little soda. Hell, get y'all some wine. Sit back, listen to the interview, and then, you know, we come back and finish up the rest of the show. Check it out.
1: Uh, My name is Ciara. I'm Keisha's cousin.
0: Okay. So again, y'all, we're talking about leveling up, how we as women help to shape our own future. So first question, do you feel like your past decisions has helped to shape your future?
1: Um, Yes. Um, In the past, I feel like um, I didn't know as much uh, what I know now. I wish I um, knew then what I know now, but um, I think uh, some of my decisions has, Shape the woman I am today, good and bad. So, when
0: you say good and bad, like let's go back. So, like coming out of high school, 18, think your life would be like, did you think you would be where you are today from fresh walking Um, out of school?
1: Well, coming out of high school, I, I really didn't think about the future, like, you know, me being an adult. I just knew in that moment, I had to figure out something and at the time i didn't have any like scholarships for college i knew that i didn't want to go into debt i knew that i wanted to do something but i didn't um i knew that college wasn't one of them because i didn't have a scholarship and i felt like at the time i felt like i needed a scholarship because i didn't want to do like financial aid or anything i did not want to go into debt i want to pull out loans so that's when i made the decision to join the military
0: thank you for your service thank you ma'am thank you ma'am so joining the military fresh out of high school what was that experience like
1: um honestly it was scary because um i had never been without my family i never been without my mom um and i honestly could not tell you what pushed me to go ahead and do it i just knew that i didn't want to not be doing anything with my life and so um and And also, you know um I had a we had a had a family member that was in the military so that kind of helped um, persuade me to go ahead and go but I honestly could not tell you what it was. I just knew that I did not want to not do anything with my life like I didn't wanna I, at the time I was also working at Wendy's and I knew I did not want to be working at wendy's i I wanted a career I wanted to make a little bit more money and um the, the being joining the military, joining the navy was the way for me. And, you know, it was just it was just a quick decision, really um and I didn't think about the fear, you know, like I didn't fear it at the time until I ended up leaving. And that was when I realized, okay, this is really real. I'm really doing this. I'm not gonna be with my mom anymore. And that was really scary for me.
0: So you touch on a lot of things. So you mentioned like working at Wendy's and wanting a career and not wanting to continue to work at Wendy's. So joining the military was like that next career move. Do you ever feel like you reached a point between joining the military? I know you're no longer in the military. Do you ever feel like you reached a point where you were at rock bottom? Like, all right, I worked at the fast food world. I worked in the military, but I'm at rock bottom. Like, what do I do now?
1: Um, yeah, when I, honestly, when I got out the military, that's when I realized that life isn't as glamorous because at 18 you join the military, you're making, you know, pretty good money, you know, more than the average 18 year old is, you know, would make. And, um, when I decided to get out, I was 23 when I got out and I just, once I got out, I knew, I felt like life would be the same because I was going to go to school and, you know, they pay you to go to school and, you know, I did have that income, but reality hit me i wasn't making the same money anymore you know i had two kids at the time and i was like okay i gotta figure out what i'm going to do to um to kind of continue that same lifestyle that i had previously but um it just didn't go that way i ended up going on food stamps um my kids had to you know get Medicaid. there's nothing wrong with that the reason that we have those programs in place is to help you know when you're going through hard times and it humbled me that's exactly what it did it humbled me um i realized you know life isn't glamorous and you want to go through things and you know you may be used to a certain way of life you know but things can change just that quick so um that period between me getting out the military and me you know getting the current job i have now that period between then, which was like a good year and a half, was really difficult for me. And, um, yeah, that humbled so, me a
0: lot. so when you
1: you mentioned
0: leaving, exiting the military, going back out into the world, so now you have the military experience, you traveled with the military, and then you mentioned you have two children. So mm-hmm. what... What put like that grind that hustle like what sparked your fire to be like, okay, I'm out of the military, I'm getting government assistance, but this isn't my life like my life changed boom eighteen military out of the military two children so I'm a mother. what sparked the fire for you to just be like it's more out there and I'm gonna go after it um, well
1: actually sh- when I got out the military, I got out because. Of my children, my mom. Okay. You know, I was leaving a lot. My mom was raising them, so that was my main reason for getting out. You know, I, I truly believe if I didn't have children, I would have stayed in. But because I didn't, you know, want to not be in their lives, I got out. And so my children, honestly, was the the fire that got me to. You know, I got out, and I'm just like, you know what? I gotta. I got out for a reason. I got out for these these two children. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with my life, I, you know, I gotta show people cause there were naysayers, you know, I had a lot of military um, chiefs that was just like, ain't nothing else out there, you know, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna show these people, there is something else out there. I'm not meant to be in the military for the rest of my life. And so, um, you know, I was like, you know what? It's gotta be a government job. That's what I want. And that's what I'm gonna, you know, strive to get. And um, th- the process of how I got the military, uh, the uh, government job, is crazy because i was supposed to go with a friend to a job fair. She didn't even go with me. I ended up going alone, which is one of my fears. I don't like going anywhere alone, but I, something led me to go alone. And the last table that I went to is the, is the job that I have now. So um, how that worked out is mysterious, but that um, getting the military job, I mean the government job, and then, you know, Realize, okay, this is this is the first step of you know creating that better life for my children, um, and it really was. That's that's what um, helped me, you know. And my children are always my motivation. I every time I looked at them, I was like, you know, you got to keep going for them. You got to keep doing it for them. So,
0: so that's interesting. Going to a job fair that you're supposed to go with a friend. Friend doesn't go, you still go get a job so do you do you feel or do you see yourself as a risk taker do you do you take many risks in life or are you just a person to just kind of go with the flow or play by the rules
1: I wouldn't say risk taker I would say I just go with my instincts um, okay. if something feels if it feels right then I just go for it you know um go, joining the military it felt right it felt like I needed to do that and so that's what I did um getting out I was so scared because the military was all I knew and even going into you know going into the civilian life was really hard as well but I felt like that's what I needed to do it felt right like you know leaving my that career behind and being there for my children and being able to raise them and not missing any more birthdays that felt right for me and then um you know taking that going on that job fair I didn't even know anything about the job fair my uh a friend knew about the job fair and she was like let's go together and you know uh she you know she was supposed to go and something in them she didn't go but i was like you know what i'm going to give it a chance and i've been to a million job fairs within that you know that year of being out but um i just was like you know what this this could be the one and so i went and the the last table was the that, that last table i went to was the job for me it, it was crazy how that worked out but um I don't know. I just felt led to do it. And, you know, you just, you kind of go with your instincts. When something feels right, you just go with it. You you really don't question it. Even though there could be a little fear in there, but you, you know, you don't let fear stop you. You just go. You just do it.
0: Has anything else felt like fear? Like, um, leaving the military, starting civilian life, going to the job fair, getting the government job? Or is there anything else that That you kind of feared in this in this whole process or even like once you got the government job like did you try to compare it to being in the military at any time i
1: i didn't compare it i mean that was a big difference between working for the government and or the federal government and or the civilian in the civilian world and then working for the military things were a little different as far as structure and everything but um it when I first got the military uh the government job I didn't live my government job is in northern Virginia and I lived in southern Virginia so I would drive that four hours and doing that process that was seven months of driving back and forth for four hours during that process I questioned was I making the right decision um because I, I still was kind of missing a great deal of my kid's life because I would get home so late they would be asleep. You know, and I would leave so early in the morning. They're still asleep. I, you know, I couldn't see them off to school or anything. So during that process, I I really thought I wasn't making the right decision. But all of that led to, you know, that was just a test of my strength and seeing what, if I was willing to do what it takes to get to where I needed to be. And so, um, yeah, I, I can admit that seven months of driving back and forth until I finally found the place up there that was really scary for me because I didn't think you know I felt like I was kind of still like in the military a little bit just missing my kids life I missed a great deal of it doing that driving back and forth but um yeah that was really scary that was so then seven months driving
0: back and forth four hours which is a lot for anybody Mm -hmm. what what would you say was like the biggest lesson and everything like once you finally outside of those seven months, like once you finally settled in to this new home? Cause then again, you're like, now you're relocating, not just yourself, but you and your kids.
1: Um, well, once I moved, I find a place, I didn't move my kids with me right away because they were already in school, um, uh, back at home. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna let them finish school there. And then when a new school year starts, they'll move up with me. But, um, I had already been settled. So I was okay with everything. And so what, you know, with them coming up, they was really excited because they missed being with mommy. And so them coming up, um, it wasn't so, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't, um, I wasn't afraid for them to be up there because I had already got accustomed to being there myself. So I think um, the scary part as far as moving was when I ended up relocating to Texas that was like the scary you know it was more scary than me moving to Maryland because I wasn't far from home Texas is a great you know there's a business a you need to get on an airplane but um yeah me moving up to northern Virginia that wasn't or Maryland I moved to Maryland which is that wasn't that far so I was still near family not too far from family but my kids um they adjusted pretty well you know they made new friends and kids they, they adjust you know it's most of the adults that try to adjust at a new way of life, but it wasn't really difficult um, once they end up coming up there.
0: So what, so do you feel like you manifested like this relocation process, like one, taking the leap of traveling seven months, four hours each way to get to work and then moving closer to your job and then now living in Texas. So like, do you kind of feel like you manifest all of these relocating process or do you just feel like it was already laid out for
1: you um i mean i do believe it was all part of you know my plan you know my life plan um that god had for me but i really truly believe um that i i manifested it because um a lot of things that i wanted i wrote it down i was just like this is what i'm going to do uh, I, and a lot of times, like even with the government job, I had no idea how I was going to get that job. I just knew that I was going to get a government job. And I believe that, you know, it was no doubt in my mind about getting it. I just didn't know when it was going to happen or how it was going to happen. But I believed that I was going to, you know, I wasn't going to struggle anymore. I was going to come off the food stamps. I was going to get my kids off of Medicaid and I was going to get a good, you know, a better job. I believe that. And um, it worked out. It just worked out. Um even when moving to Texas, I, I wrote that down eight months before I moved. Just randomly, I decided I'm going to, you know, I wanted a house. And so I knew in Maryland, houses were too expensive for what I was willing to pay. And so Texas was the place that I decided to go to. And I wrote that down in my planner. And eight months later, I actually made that move. I was not playing. And I did the necessary steps to say, you know, start saving money to make sure that would happen for me and you know there were plenty of obstacles we had government shutdown which you know could have stopped me but i just kept you know i just kept believing and trusting you know that god would make a way for me and it, it happened i did not um i didn't have any doubt that was the thing i didn't doubt it i knew it was going to happen you know and when you kind of like envision yourself in that space it, all you need to do is all that needs to happen now is be in that space but i envisioned it i i could, feel myself there I could you know it just felt real and so when it being that it felt real that I realized okay this is going to happen and it is it happened that
0: is amazing so my last question because I know we're gonna wrap everything up where do you see yourself in five years because a lot has transpired from 18 until now not knowing what you wanted to do, not going to college like most people do right out of high school, going into the military, getting this government job, relocating you and your kids, not once but twice. Where do you see yourself and your children in the next five years?
1: Um, That's that's crazy. Um, honestly, in five years, I, I do see myself, you know, possibly having a business or two alongside the job I have. But I'm, I'm just kind of living living life and just taking it day by day um i i would like to say i have it all figured out or i know what i want to do in five years and that would be a lie because I, I i don't know what i would like to do in five years i just know that i want better than what i have my, you know and i'm and i'm appreciative of what i have now but i want more And I haven't quite figured out what that is. I have a lot of ideas in my head of what I want to do. And I just need to, you know, pick one thing and take it a little bit more serious. But um, I believe that, you know, I will be in a much better financial situation than I am in now. And, you know, just, you know, a better home, better vehicles, you know, the things that you kind of want for yourself and just my kids. you know, having saved up for them for college and things like that. I, I envision that, um, I just got to get there. And, you know, so in five years, I just see myself doing a lot better than I am doing now. But, um, I honestly couldn't tell you what it is that I will be doing. I kind of, now I just live life and, um, I pray, you know, and ask God to guide me, you know, through life, because life is hard, and you you know you want you want certain things, but um, you still have to take it day by day, and and that's kind of what I'm doing right now.
0: And that makes the most sense because I feel like a lot of people have like these unrealistic life plans or five year plans, and sometimes what we write down may not the way we want it. it may come but it may be coming at a different time so I feel like that's the most genuine answer because to have a plan and it not go through it kind of puts people in a in a bad situation or it changes their whole mood or their whole outlook so right. when you say yeah I'm gonna live life day by day I may have a plan and it may look like this but if it doesn't it's okay I feel like that's the best thing especially for the listeners because there's people out there they probably wrote a plan down back in 2020 and with the pandemic everything changed everyone's life so I love that. Love that answer. And I want to thank you for being my first guest back on the podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. I know we have some other topics I want to discuss with you.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed
1: Yeah, I did. All right. All right. bye.
0: Bye. Bye. And I'm back. Listen. When I say that interview was gold, that interview was gold. I'm just going to say this. We are so quick to think we have everything in life figured out. We sit back and we, and I'm not going to say that everyone writing down or having like a list of what they want their life to be or just having like this life plan or planning out your life at like. 18 19 20 hell at 30 it's not always gonna go as planned like in 2021 when I said I was so disappointed and everything I thought that I had manifest in this my my last year's thing was fresh start and a fresh start to me was trying to relocate me and my kids to Texas my dreams was crushed my job canceled. my transfer it was like do whatever you was doing but you ain't going and I was just sitting back like I've sat back, I've had other people invest in their times to help me and my kids find somewhere to live. I was spending money to move stuff. I was spending money on deposits and dreams were crushed. And so I'm just like, God, what you're doing. Like I thought we I thought we was on the same page. And I think I was on my own page and God was about two chapters behind me. And he was like, Sit still. Sit still, hyper point. Like you're doing too much. Pop your little gums. Just sit down. And it was in that moment when I was just like, okay, let me humble myself. Let me go back to the drawing board and see what it really is that I'm supposed to be doing. And in all of that, so much stuff got manifested. I got a new employer. I got my me and my kids back together. Like, we was a little homeless for a few months, but then we got back on it. Because in my head, like... I'm throwing stuff away, and I'm preparing to move from Virginia to Texas, and that was not in the plan. That was not in the goal, and yeah, I had to humble myself real quick. So here I am. So this was May. So here I am seven months later, still in Virginia, but with a whole new goal and a whole new plan, and it's okay. Everything does not go as planned. Every every time you put paper to pen, It helps you to vision stuff. It helps you to lay stuff out. It helps you to see like, okay, this is what I'm trying to achieve. This is my next step. This is my next goal. If it's achievable, you did it. Go star. If you did not, it's okay. Try again. Set a new goal. Come up with a new life plan. But just know, don't hold yourself to what you put to this paper. Don't hold yourself hostage and be like, It didn't happen for me. And then you go off and be in this depressed state of mind or your whole mood and attitude changes towards others. Just know it's not right in that time. Everything has its own purpose in life. Everything has its own timing. And sometimes timing is everything. So if it didn't work out the first time, guess what? Try again. Am I disappointed I didn't move to Texas in 2021? I am. Am I okay where I am now? I am. Will I get to Texas eventually? Yes, I will. But God has it all planned out for me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit back and be patient. Because that's the other key. Being patient. Knowing when things, like Sierra said, knowing when things feel right. Knowing when things are set and meant for you. So think about the time that you took a risk. Think about the the time where you're just like, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to quit my 9 to 5. I'm going to start a business. Think about the time when you took the last $100, $200 in your bank account to invest into a business that you had no idea was going to flop or fail or if it was going to succeed, but you did it. So think about these life plans and these life goals and expectations in the same way. You never know what's going to come out on the other side. Sometimes it comes out and you're just like, oh, exactly how am I envisioning? Sometimes you're like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Am I on a path to destruction my path to success, but you have to be willing to put in the work, take those risks, knowing when a, if you have reached rock bottom or a, if you're at the top of your game and it's only up from there and you looking down, like, thank you from where I came from God, but I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm moving, but don't be disappointed when it doesn't work out that way. We all fail. We all succeed, but in different points of time, in different parts of our life. All I'm saying is don't pressure yourself for these expectations and life goals that you made at 19 and 20. Every year is going to change. Every situation is going to change. Life changes every day. Things happen that we don't plan to. Death is amongst us every day. Pandemic is still here, but people are thriving in a pandemic. Some people not so fortunate, but they're still here, which means that's still another opportunity to make a goal and try to go after it. So as always, I give y'all a little homework. I try not to write down some goals for 2022 and we might have another episode about goals in about June. And at that time, go back and look at your list. Put the list in your phone. So you won't lose it and see how many goals between january and june have you achieved have you're halfway done to achieving have you even started the process to achieve the goal it's not when you start how you finish it's if you're putting in the work to achieve it is are you doing the research is you putting in an effort you can't be mad at yourself when December 31st, 2022 comes and you had this whole list of goals, you have not achieved one. You have to do the work. You have to be the person behind the plan. And then your whole goals can change depending on them curveballs that life threw at you, them roadblocks, them detours. But just know how to duck and move. And it all work out in the end. So next time, thanks for kicking in with Keisha.